1: Previously on D and D and D. I'll just go to the first one on my right. It
2: looks to be a storage room of some kind. Excuse me just a minute. I'm gonna go check my uh my appointment list for today. And she like backs out of the doorway and closes it, and you hear uh like hurried footsteps away. What do you do? Oh
0: man, that's not good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should we go into a different room?
3: Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: God. Then he's going to close the book, return the book, and go back out into the hall.
2: You go back out in the hall, and you see Fletch and uh, Flack in robes, and uh, Flack has a top hat on. Hey. <laughs> Miss, are you here for the performance? Obviously. And they hand you a playbill, and when you look at the playbill, mm-hmm. it says, Today's performance, The Guest List, A Ballad by Majumbo Namserit. <gasps>
4: I don't like custard. If James had his last stand, it wouldn't be <laughs> custard.
5: I love how cold, oh my god.
2: <laughs> I like it. Welcome to d and d and the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and dungeon master, James Gressel, and with me as always are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi!
0: Hello. Oh. Hello. Who was that? That oh. no, was the duck call. That was me. We're going to pick up right
2: where we left off in the adventures in the guild hall, but before we get to that, let's have some... Dessert. Yep. Ooh. that's not dinner. That's, that's not. not dinner.
5: Oh, it is a D word though. It
2: is a D. I guess yeah. <laughs> um, so to keep with my uh, goal of having the food represented in the game, we mentioned in the journal entry that you guys had that led you to the guild Guildhall uh, Wizard Desserts, uh, and Chelsea had said last time we recorded, "I want Wizard Desserts." I <laughs> I want wizard dessert. <laughs> that I noticed while I was editing. So I tried. I tried to make a croquembouche which is a tower of cream puffs mm. uh covered in caramel and spun sugar. Oh my god. Made uh. famous
5: by the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and I burned the caramel. So we we just have cream puffs, but inside is a is an orange uh orange pastry cream. I'm, I mm. and I had to I had to make the cream puffs twice too last night. I really really fucked them up. They were so so bad.
1: I bet oh. that oh. the caramel smelled good.
2: Oh. Nope. No. No. Really? Uh-huh. And and oh my god. You would not believe
0: how bad it tasted.
1: Aww.
2: Oh, really? really? Tasted
0: it. Oh, it was like it was.
1: But you're hard on
2: yourself. So, yeah, I think no, 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 the no, 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 was no. all amazing. No, yeah, this, no, This,
0: this well, was. How much is your back bleeding this morning after all the self flogging <laughs> you did?
2: <laughs> no, the the burnt caramel was impalatable. It was it was vile. <laughs> it was a vile, vile taste. It wasn't wow. just like oh this I can't serve this because it's not doesn't taste good. It was bad. It was straight bad. Hmm. So no caramel, powdered sugar, and orange pastry cream inside of some cream puffs. So there's only like four left, so I guess they were okay. (laughs) I
1: ate
5: most of them. They were delicious. I've had
4: several.
2: If we sound a little bit echoey this time, it's because there's a leak in my roof and we had to move the table out into like a bigger part of my apartment. So
1: This apartment is just leaking. Yeah. Like the whole apartment.
2: The building, yeah, because yeah, yeah. nothing in Los Angeles is built for hey, rain. our apartment,
0: doing fine.
1: <laughs> I'm so worried, though, that we think that. Like a
0: back closet
2: that yeah. we
1: never go into. is yeah, it's, it's like, just oh, going to no. be filled
0: with water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have
1: you checked your closets?
0: I don't know. I have been in there. I haven't noticed that. haven't been <laughs> in there in <laughs> yeah. years. No, I have been in there. Just haven't noticed anything.
2: You made your way to the guild hall of Knights Pass, where there was some tomfoolery, I suppose, and now you're split up and trying to stay hidden, trying to stay not figured out. You have not yet found any credentials. You haven't assumed any real guild member identities. You have no guild member sponsorships. (laughs) You've just broken in and are trying to stay clandestine, I guess.
4: Marjorie just discovered the thing, that it's not a real guest list. Yes. It's a
2: work of art. It's a playbill. It's It's a song. Yeah, it's a song that has lyrics. We're going to pick right back up kind of where we left off. And the first place we're going to start is with Zavis,
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm just in a storeroom.
2: You're in a storeroom right now. And you had looked for a couple things. You had searched for traps. You didn't find any. Yeah, you're kind of on your own. You're in this big storeroom. Is there anything you want to check out before?
1: Okay, so like out of game... I know there's shit going on elsewhere, so my my me my Chelsea brain says leave, but my Zavis brain says I want to know what else is like in some boxes if there's any surprises.
2: So this room is set up where it's you know it's a pretty good sized storeroom, big enough where there are shelves in the middle of the room. In the middle of the room.
5: In the middle
4: of yeah, the you room. know
2: you yeah. In so the there's middle the-
4: of the room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's like a couple racks in the middle of the room and there's like stuff on them and then there's shelves around the edges and then there's just assorted garbage kind of all over not garbage but it doesn't look to you to be anything important it's just a bunch of boxes and things there are some like jars big glass jars some are full of grains and stuff they they have varying levels of contents in them is there anything you're looking for specifically
1: No like is there is there anything that stands out any so everything just kind of looks like In the back
2: corner Corner of the room, there's a large trunk that seems a little bit out of place. Uh, It doesn't. It doesn't have as much like dust on it as some of this other stuff. And there's a large symbol on it that is a shield uh, with a, a quartered shield. Each quarter has one item. In one is a sextant. In one is a torch. In one is a pair of crossed keys. And in one is an open eye. And behind this quarter shield is an image of a hand that seems to be like fading away. So there's what? on one side of the hand, like the thumb side with the fingers, uh, is like a strong outline. And then as it moves across the hand, it kind of fades away and, and gets, okay. I mean, it's it's drawn. So it's not pixelated, but but it kind of pixelates out, kind of like the Windows logo, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like uh, the end of Infinity <laughs> War, you know? <laughs> so.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. I try opening this trunk.
2: Make a, a dexterity save. Twelve? There's a little bit of a zap. So take, just take one, like, just, it's, it's, it's slightly more than a, than static, but it's definitely a zap. Okay. Um, and then you hear, like, a mumble. Oh. Uh. And then behind you, there's a sound, like a crash. Something fell off of a shelf.
1: I guess I turned to look and see what that noise was.
2: One of the big jars that held, like, a bunch of rice or something fell off the shelf somehow. Uh, do you go over to it? Yeah. Okay, and then as you do, you feel like a rustle in your bag, like something like pulled suddenly on your bag and then like let go.
1: Oh God! I open it up. Is it the fucking servants' clothes again? No,
2: it's not the servants' clothes. But when you open it up, you're looking into a lizardy face with big, wide eyes. Ew! What? And there's a small, very small, um, curled up in your bag, winged. Lizard creature.
1: What? Yeah. Wait, what? Yep. You
2: know, and it like makes kind of like cooing, purring noises.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
2: and, uh. Yeah. That
1: sounds, that sounds <laughs> like, Wait, is, like it, so it, oh is it Flack god. and
4: Carebert's child from the
2: future? Yes. <laughs> the time. Oh my god. It kind of looks up at you and, and you. Get the sense from looking into its face that it's friendly to you.
1: What? Um, the fuck? It doesn't look, and then Mama.
2: and it oh. uh, it crawls out of your bag, and it crawls up your like arm and what? back and around the side of your shoulders, and then it flies over to the trunk, and you realize that it's holding your goat hoof. <gasps> oh no arcane focus oh and it flies over the trunk and it lands and it drops that like a dog dropping a bone on top of the trunk
1: oh god okay i walk over and grab the the hoof and like put it back in my bag okay but then i give i give the little lizard guy a little pat on the head it like
2: reaches it's got a long like curly uh like goose like neck it reaches over to your bag and like pecks at the bag again
1: i'm gonna like reach in and see if there's anything else i can play fetch with because <laughs> I don't want it to ruin my shit. I, I grab one of my paint brushes. I okay. have my like, watercolor brushes. And okay. I like I like wave it around, and I throw it across the room. Okay. I just realized how noisy we're being in <laughs> here
2: too. It looks at you and it like shakes its head. And then it pokes at your bag again.
1: Okay, fine. I get the, the hoof out and okay. I hold it. I'm not throwing it, but I'm just holding it and seeing it. If-
2: M- make a charisma save.
1: Oh easy. Twenty.
2: Yeah, dirty twenty. Yep. So you feel a little bit of a pull on your uh, your hoof towards this uh, chest.
1: Can I investigate the chest for um, traps or? Because
0: I got in I don't know. <laughs> I got zapped.
1: I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck happened even. Because mm-hmm. I got zapped and then a thing a jar broke and now there's a. I don't. Know, what is it, not A dragon? I mean, maybe it is. <laughs> like a little yeah, a little Norbert from. <laughs> Harry Potter. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I, g- I just investigate the chest for.
2: Okay, roll investigation. 18. You see, just very subtly, there's kind of this dark, purplish, blackish, like energy kind of passing between the chest and your talisman. It's very subtle. If you weren't looking for it, you would never see it. It's not the chest necessarily. You can see that these, like, energies are kind of going into seams in the chest.
1: Oh god, there's something fucked up in there. Here, I ask the little critter if he can open the chest for me and hope that he can understand me.
2: The little dragon creature like shakes its head and then nods at your talisman and then nods at like points at your talisman with its neck and then points at the at the chest.
1: Oh. Uh okay, I'm going to cast unseen servant and then have that guy do it
2: (laughs) that's a warlock spell yeah the little dragon creature flies over to a neighboring shelf to perch and watches as this happens and when your unseen servant cast as a warlock spell touches this chest there's a burst dark purple energy that opens up the chest and a man stands up oh no (laughs) With dark, slick back hair.
1: This was bad.
2: <laughs> and a very pointed goatee and weird, crazy, like, lightning bolt sideburns. He has a high collared cape, similar to your cape. And in fact, it, it even billows <laughs> uh, out to the side of him.
1: What? Um,
2: He's very fancily dressed. And around his neck, he has a uh, goat hoof.
1: Are you me from the future?
2: <laughs> and he says, no, I am not you from the future. <laughs> oh. My name wow. is Akul Demonist.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> <God. laughs>
2: and I do serve him. Wait. Thank you for freeing me, Zabas.
1: Are we good? Like, did I, <laughs> did I disturb your slumber? Like, what? <laughs>
2: No, I was taken captive and you have freed me and I'm very grateful, Zabas.
1: Oh no, I don't know. I don't know if I should be. Is that your pet?
2: That is my pet. This is Paulette. Thank you, Paulette. Oh, my God. I
1: can't keep Paulette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Mike just took a bite out of the cream puff and it splattered all over him.
0: Better than whatever Joel's eating. What it's is a smoothie? that? Oh, my Joel's God. Got the it's a smoothie, smoothie. That looks You're like when you do dishes and then you like it's filled with the dirty it water. Does, and, and, and then looks you drain like like it pulled out.
2: pulled out of a disposal. Joel yeah. doesn't
5: have a blender. He just has a muddler. <laughs> oh, my she God.
1: It takes like two and hours. And spinach and
4: carrots and bananas banana and oh. blueberry and
0: orange That's and a walnuts
1: of flavor what, what? what? Yeah. very good for you why walnuts
0: did the power go out at your place Did you had
4: to <laughs> use everything <laughs> like this was done in a blender
1: <laughs> everything yeah. but the kitchen sink i just looked over like i just saw it like the custard spew out I'm sorry, Joel. I'm sorry Sorry, i'm learning that i probably can't keep this little dragon and i'm very sad about it <laughs> so let me give me a moment here no He'll
2: this is my familia
1: it's your familiar oh that's a big deal then i can't no just take where'd you get him though because i
2: conjured her from the ether with the help of the ones that we both serve
1: so like oh god I mean, we serve the same being, so theoretically I should be happy that I, I released you, but like, I don't know if it's like the best crowd to be running with. <laughs> is this cool? Or like, what's your, what do you want in life?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I came here to, to find you, actually, as a new servant of him who is the GOAT.
1: The greatest of all time.
2: (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) You're goddamn right. Yeah, we serve
1: the greatest of all time.
2: (laughs) Then he high fives you. Yeah. But there are those who seek to undermine him and to take away his potential power here on this earth, this world. Oh, shit. I have been captured by some of these people who are trying to make it so that he has a smaller influence and I have... Let myself be captured, actually, because I felt your, your presence nearby. I wanted to warn you.
1: Oh god, about who?
2: These people, this organization who has captured me. Uh-huh. And then he points at the uh logo and he says this logo, this image represents an organization based out of the far west <laughs> called the Ombra Coast Trading Company. The what? The Ombra Coast Trading Company. Thank you. <laughs> Like bad Ombras? (laughs) Yes, these are some bad Ombras. Bad
1: Ombras. Are they... Should I be worried about them?
2: You should be very worried about them. Why
1: is their chest here?
2: They were keeping me in the chest. It wasn't the most comfortable thing. Wait, so are they
1: here?
2: Uh, They may be nearby still, but I've been in the chest and I cannot say for certain.
1: How long have you been in there?
2: It's pretty bit, I'm not going to lie. I'm very grateful to be out of the chest. Is
1: it like bigger on the inside or are you just like No, it is not the target. You're just in there? You're just like, Oh, that sucks. Do you wanna like walk around? Yeah, he's, like, he's like he's like
2: stretching yeah, and like yeah. Like your
1: hips are just fucked now. Oh
2: god, dude you have no idea.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> your poor hip flexors. you I wanna like here, do the I like show him some like str- I like I like grab his shoulder and i'm like stretching my hip flexor (laughs) like do this because i'm worried like genuinely
2: oh yes this is very helpful thank you you're welcome
1: (laughs) so okay i don't i don't know what should i do i'm very overwhelmed there's a lot (laughs) happening why did that jar break
2: that was paulette and then you look over at paulette it's a pseudo dragon which is just a tiny dragon And uh, you notice that he doesn't have a cape of billowing like your cape. It's Paulette actually like blowing
1: (laughs) to make his cape billow. Can you make me a pseudo dragon? No. Why?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can kind of only do it to one time.
1: Oh. Did you come? Did you like find me specifically?
2: I did find you specifically. Why?
1: I don't. Oh my god! I'm overwhelmed by the responsibility. I don't even know. You
2: are one of his newest servants, and you have responsibilities as such.
1: Oh man! I just, you know, I like I I signed up for this and thought <laughs> of all the fun stuff, and then didn't think of the <laughs> fun stuff
2: is very great though.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I came to warn you that there are people who are working against our Lord, and you have to you have to keep an eye out for that. And it is your responsibility to counteract these people whenever you come across them.
1: Okay, are those people my friends? Is that what this? No, is your friends be? are cool. Oh, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, yes, okay.
2: But you must keep up on your mission, and you must keep an eye out for any opportunities you have to further his agenda.
1: But how will I know someone is?
2: You will know Zamas. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you will know in your heart and you will know in your hoof. Oh.
1: Whoa. Wait, so you have a hoof too?
2: I do with this idea right on my neck.
1: Where did these come from? They look really real. <laughs> you know?
2: <laughs> I I think originally they, they came from goats, but I am not.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hundred
2: percent sure. I'm gonna
1: not think about it too hard. No, best not to
2: think about it too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Well what do we But now I must obey. You must have
2: <laughs> You have freed me and I'm very grateful and now I must leave. Do I
1: need to like walk you out or are you gonna just poof? <laughs> You're gonna like are you like are you like like learned enough that you can just poof away into nothing? Cause that's really cool.
2: And then there is a big poof of smoke. Yeah. But then you hear the door, and oh. then you realize that it was just Paulette making a big poof of smoke oh, from Paulette. her. From...
1: Paulette is so good. And then
2: she like flies away. Paulette's just like Pascal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: And then Hercule sticks his head back in through the door, and he says, we will meet again, Zabas.
1: <laughs> Give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. New friends. Let's go down to uh, Flack, Fletch, and... Juno. So you guys are in the hallway. Uh, And let's give a quick reminder of what everybody's uh, looking like here. Well, I've got
0: a bathrobe (laughs) and
2: a top hat. You you guys got spooked in the baths and escaped quickly to try to uh, avoid detection.
3: Right. Right. I have a robe and soot on my chest. (laughs) I have a bare chest right now. Yes.
0: Why do you have soot on your chest?
2: Because
3: you put it there. Because... I don't remember the reason. <laughs> okay, but you put yeah, it there.
4: Yeah, or, or no, I can do my voice, Fletch. I gotta say, you're you're looking good, bare chested, buddy.
3: Thanks. I've yeah. been not. I've been trying to get it to look good. Yeah, this is the first time it you, is. And
4: you look like a like like a working man.
3: Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I we almost got naked. We did together. Oh, yeah, we almost got naked together. It was interesting. But then <laughs> do, we ran the,
2: out. Do anything for Juno. I'm. <laughs> I
4: mean, this 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 chest is is real cut. It is unexpected.
0: <laughs> was that Juno or Joel? <laughs> I think it was Joel. My, uh, that was his inner monologue. All right. Well, are we near the door of the bath? Place?
2: Y- yeah, you you're yes, you're a couple doors down, you're a couple doors down from the room that Juno came out of. You're not far from your uh are out of within, order
0: bathroom. Are are we within sight of the bathhouse that we just came out of? Yeah. Mhm. Well, maybe we should go cuz weren't people on their way to that room that we uh just fled from? The bathhouse? house mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. back yeah. in.
4: Oh, um, you guys, I just had a fantastic idea. You you go ahead to, to a different room. And I'll meet you there. I gotta run back into this into this uh, guild meeting for a second and just tell them something. All right, you- this is a really good idea.
3: Are you sure? It's a great idea. Are you? Can we turn on the communicator rings so we can? The what? communique earrings so we can i don't know hear. what
2: those are <laughs> yeah you just have one and marjorie just has one you Wait, don't, you does don't she have do it? i still have i thought it? we had you have no, a bracelet those are, those oh, the, the, the friendship
0: bracelet okay. you have the rings of secrecy that let you talk in front of people yeah so we could right now if there were another person here we could talk the uh, three us. of us without them understanding, yes. right but we don't and have you a... guys don't
5: know that i have that earring
0: right oh i said the wrong Got which letter. room are you gonna go to I, I don't know. I thought we were all going to stick together now. Okay,
4: we will, but let me... Uh, five seconds. I'm going to run back... And it's then no really good.
3: Oh, gosh. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, so now you guys have to
2: pick a door to go into. You have a choice of 4
3: We'll leave this one to you, bud. Oh, man.
2: Three doors uh, on the left side of this hallway and one door on the right side of this hallway that you is isn't a room you've already been in.
3: Let's go to the, one of the doors on the left. Okay.
2: You find yourselves in the uh on like an observation deck. Uh you're on like a small like bleachers kind of area. Oh. And below you is a uh like an natatorium, like a pool. Cool. And there are uh some people riding uh like small sea beasts. Is like, like Misty's gym? Kind oh. of. Oh cool. It's kind of like Misty's <laughs> gym. Yeah. And and um they appear to be like jousting. It it it, it looks like sport. It doesn't it's not like gladiatorial this doesn't seem to be to the death or anything but they're they're riding these like manatee-like creatures on they have saddles so you're you're observing some sort of match or it looks more like a practice we're above them you're above them yes so if they looked up they could see up our towels (laughs) (laughs) you're not directly above them no 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 there's like there's like wall pool and then up here there's bleachers is there anyone else in the bleachers? Not just now. Um, there's people on deck below you. There's like coaches and things. This was open. It was was not a locked door, so it doesn't seem like you're doing something that would be out of the ordinary for people to kind of observe one of these practices. No one pays you any t- any mind as you guys walk in. It's a pretty deep set of bleachers, uh, uh, you know, depth wise. You could you could walk. 30 40 feet down at the other end if you wanted you could take a seat nearby uh they're long row benches like any kind of bleachers
0: if i'm looking at one of the jousting matches in particular who mm-hmm. are the uh combatants that i see
2: you see a small thin very slight for a dwarf but definitely a dwarf on one um And then the other looks to be a female, maybe half-elf, half-elf elf. elf. You would have to maybe look a little bit closer to figure out exactly from what you can tell. They have padded armor on. It's not like actual armor. It's definitely like pads. Fletch,
3: I got five gold on the dwarf. (laughs) I'll take you up on that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We watched so this match. Five gold knot on the dwarf. Yeah, the, <laughs> on the half elf, maybe. We're going to go over to Juno and see what he's doing. <laughs> so Juno
4: goes back into the room that he just left where people are talking in hushed tones, reading books and playing games. He just lets himself in quietly. Are they still doing that? Yes. Okay.
2: Juno says, him. Tries to like get people's attention. Are you like clearing your throat loudly in an effort to get people's attention? Yes. Okay. Let's see how this plays okay. out. Wait, 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 uh, do, I forget, what are you wearing? Are you wearing your, like, adventuring stuff still? No, I'm we're wearing... All costume. We're all in Everybody's yeah, in I'm costume. I'm in disguise
4: looking like a fancy man with my hair kind you, of gray or you, slicked you,
2: back. Your character is like a banker.
4: Yes. Okay. And, yeah, Juno says, hello there, everyone. I just want to... Uh, I met some of you. Pardon the interruption of your game and your, your conversations. I just wanted to give, before I, I left, I've had a wonderful time in your guild hall. I'm from Talon, of course. My name is Aries Juniper Percival, and I just want to tell you—I don't know if you all know something about your own town, but you have the finest weapon maker and armorer in Talon <laughs> or in all, all anywhere I've ever seen. I just want you to know—if you've never been to the One Tusk Boar for all your needs, oh my god—I have traveled nigh around this this land, and my
2: this is the best shop you ever been. Just for any of y'all needs, merchant needs, go there. While Juno is talking, the wizard woman who is studying the book, without breaking her eyes from Juno as he's talking, like gets up and like slowly walks over to a like, uh, occasional table over uh, on the edge of the room where there's a large bell, uh, like crystal bell, uh-huh. and uh, she picks it up and rings it, but it doesn't make any sound. There's no um, clanger. It's it. terrifying. Yeah, that
3: is super scary.
1: That means she doesn't believe in Santa anymore.
3: <laughs> oh no! As the
1: Polar Polar Express, oh. he has the bell that he can't hear when he grows up. Oh, <laughs>
3: God. I'm
1: so sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: there you go. There's no Santa canonically. Yeah, in our story. I'm not gonna say that in case we do a Christmas episode sometime. <laughs> yeah. What else are you doing? Nope. Everybody else is kind of just looking at you really skeptically.
4: Just want to give that plug to, y- to y'all for the One tuss board and I'm out. Aries out. You
2: leave the room. Make a perception roll.
1: Okay. Zavis can't see any of this, but I feel like Zavis is on the
2: second I floor. Cringe.
1: Yeah. Like I just like I'm like oh god, <laughs> something is weird and bad, and I hate it.
2: 24. About 100 yards away from you, you hear a lot of footsteps.
4: Okay, Juno is going to go... He knows where Fletch and Flack came out Does of that he? were the baths. Oh, he saw them coming out of that. Yeah, He's going to go to just like the, the one beyond it that's away from the steps. Unless
2: go- okay. we're going towards it, take me to the steps? Going towards the room that they went into. I don't know if it's the one that we don't into. know what room they went into. I don't know. Whatever one beyond yeah, Tuna the one was that they like, came out of. You
5: go into a room and I'll follow you. Be right <laughs> back. And then he went into a room first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. <That was laughs> what oh, God. This <laughs> sounds fucking... like know. So you're going to a room that's away from the footsteps, but not the baths. Yeah. Okay. You end up in a locker room. All right. Anyone in here? Make a perception roll. Nine. No one is in here that you can tell right now. Great. Uh, what, do, what do I see? You see rows of lockers. It's very nice. Each locker is carved out of like nice wood. It has a nice metal plate, nameplate on it. This is clearly for well-to-do or well-respected, uh, anyway, members of whatever organization this is uh the names all have their respective guilds listed underneath uh the names on the plates there are some racks of various equipment some of it looks like it's sporting equipment some of it looks like it's um like training weapons and then on the opposite end of this locker room past the lockers then some like privies and then a bath area there's another door we're going to go back to Fletch and Flack. You guys are in the natatorium watching the manatee joust. Where are you? Or did you sit? Are you still standing by the door? Where are you guys right now?
3: I think we're standing. Yeah, we, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't take a seat. Okay. Uh, uh, of,
2: there's like a sure. ledge, like a, a railing separating the bleacher area from the bigger room. Are you leaning up against that or something? You're, you're just sure. kind of chilling nearby where you guys entered. Well, we're yep.
0: watching that jowl, so right, we yeah. got money on it. Okay. <laughs> Your towels.
3: <laughs> so fancy. We're so ritzy.
2: The
0: dwarf just
2: landed a pretty good blow against the elven creature. Here, here. Yeah. Oh, man. But didn't unseat her. Oh, Yeah. No. So there's still a chance. And coaches are, like, screaming and clapping along and, like, encouraging things. You got him,
0: Dwarfy boy!
2: One of the assistant coaches, uh, like, looks back up in your direction, but, like, doesn't... And I give him a thumbs up. Yeah, but, yeah, right. And he's, like, okay, he's, like, cool. He doesn't act any differently like as a result so at the opposite end of the bleachers a door down there opens up and a few people walk in and you hey you guys want in on this action no (laughs) (laughs) no as you scream at them and they turn towards you you recognize one of them as
0: jason chone hey uh hey you guys want in on this action
2: Hey everybody, Grussell here with a few quick announcements and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 41 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&D Pod on Twitter and D&D&D Pod on Instagram. Or email us at D&D&D Pod at gmail.com. Check out our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash D&D&D Pod. Really cool fan community there put together by fans. Uh, check that out for episode discussions uh, and general fan interaction. Go to bethberad.shop for D&D&D merch, as well as Beth's amazing art, all available for purchase at bethberad.shop. One other thing I wanted to clarify before we got back to the episode is James's Bill Clinton voice that he did as Mac Badson. I think he might be doing it again later in this episode, but I don't remember for sure. He was doing it because he and Chelsea did a joke about Ross Perot after Joel did his George H.W. Bush voice as Ares Percival. So I'm sorry, James. I'm sorry I cut your joke. Here it is in the podcast like I promised I would. I'm sorry I cut your joke. It was very funny, and I'm sorry I didn't have faith in our listeners to understand your voodoo stick Ross Perot reference. So sorry. In all sincerity, James. Sorry. So that's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun.
0: Roll deception.
3: (laughs) 24. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Please excuse my friend. He's over anxious. Yeah, I have to take man. your money. Get over here. No,
2: he didn't mean that. Uh, Just go along with me. One of the men who is with Jason, uh, who is very tall, uh, well over six feet tall, taller than Fletch even, Whoa. with long white hair tied back into a neat ponytail, uh, with a full white beard, uh, and you can see the points of elf ears sticking out from his hair. Contrasting with his white hair uh, is his deep black suit of like very utilitarian, easy to move in armor. You can tell that he's definitely wearing armor. He's not dressed for business or pleasure like most of the people in this guild, including Jason, who's in like
5: in a tracksuit.
2: Yeah, kind of like a like fantasy tracksuit. <laughs> Um, he was, <laughs> hey you're not Gucci. gonna give this guy the day <laughs> off
0: at the country club what's the deal?
2: <laughs> the tall elf who when he turns toward you uh, you can see that he's an albino and he just kind of waves you off and then he and Jason and his other companion a shorter man a human man broad shoulders definitely um, looks more like the muscle of the two also wearing this dark black uh, armor and stuff They sit as far away from you as they can on the bleachers and they're talking to Jason in very hushed tones. In fact, the elf, he takes out a crystal ball from somewhere within the folds of his clothes and he puts it nearby and now you can't hear anything that they're saying.
0: Mm, Crafty elf.
3: Mm. (laughs) Maybe we should go sit close to them and if things get hairy, we can just jump off the balcony and land in the pool and mess up the match. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. But no, it's... I'm
2: w- I'm into it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the dwarf knocks the elf off her manatee.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, dang, we're, we're
2: gonna go to Juno. So Juno, Just... you you're in this mm-hmm. locker oh, God. room.
1: Yeah. Okay.
4: Does Juno perceive that those footsteps that he was worried about have gotten any closer? Can Roll. You... 14
2: with 14 they have definitely gotten closer and they're about to go into like if you're if you've got your head up against the door yes you get the impression that they're about to go talk to the people who were in the room that you were just in juno's
4: gonna go to the other side of the room and in through that door
2: you're in like a courtyard Oh. Um, there's various rings of, uh, on like patches of dirt that seem to be for different kind of like sparring matches and things. There's a rack of round metal balls next to a triangular court of some kind. And then there's like someone attending uh, grounds, like a groundskeeper type person who, who doesn't look as official or doesn't look like a member, looks more like a worker. June was going to stroll over uh to that groundskeeper speak mm-hmm. to them. Okay.
4: Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's a high stress situation. We understand.
4: How how are you doing my friend? I'm doing well. Sir, how are you? I I am doing quite well. I am Visiting from abroad and considering membership, I was wondering if you, as from your perspective, if the clientele of this hall are, are they good folks? Do they tip you well? Do they pay you well?
2: I'm very happy here for the most part. Uh, I just spilled coffee on myself. Excuse (laughs) me. Uh, I was taking a break. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know got to got to get the work juice. Ugh. And uh but yeah, no, I I like it here. I like the Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and Jun- and Juno hands hands the old man a rag. Yep. I like the grocers and I like the wizards and and the, you know, the business people are okay, but the the thieves come sometimes can give you a hard time. But, you know, oh, they don't they? they don't usually come to the to the athletic grounds too often. I
4: see. Do you know anything about The thieves and the head of that guild?
2: Uh, Of course, everybody knows Mr. Chone. Yes, I imagine everyone does.
4: You ever ever see Mr. Chone getting up to anything nefarious? Well, he's the head of the thieves' guild.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So probably a lot. Kind of goes with the territory, I suppose. You know, we, we they look they they turn turn their head the other way a lot, just kind of to keep the peace. Well, he, here's a question: Do you know anything about a guest list? Oh, I think they're performing that today. What? Yeah, I think I think they're performing that today in the concert hall. It's a great piece if you haven't heard it. Oh, it's a song or something. <laughs> it's a performance. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The, the, the concert hall is on the second floor at the, at the end of the, the main hallway.
4: Is there a way to access the concert hall, but not going back through the way I came? I just want to say <laughs> as much of this place as possible.
2: I'm sorry, where did you say you were from? Talon. Uh, excuse me, just a moment. And he <laughs> leaves, and he goes into, like, a shack. Wait, no, 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 He no, he doesn't. What do you before mean, he, no he doesn't? Before he goes... Juno
4: stops him. What is oh, Juno going to do to Juno, this old man? Juno lassos this old man. Oh, oh wow. do you have your lasso? Yeah, I think I do. Or would I have left it? What adventuring gear did I bring? With we don't him? have any. You probably could have had the lasso. I think the one thing that he, because he can't fit a scythe covertly. Yeah, you wouldn't
2: have your weapon. You yeah. wouldn't have like your big weapon. He throws
4: his lasso on the
2: guy. Oh, God. Because he's oh. catching wise now. All right, make a ranged attack roll. Yay. Hey. <laughs> I forget. What do does I the lasso add? do?
4: I can, like, do holding.
2: Oh, yeah, it's like hold person or something, Yeah, right? hold
4: person. How
2: do I... Nine. Well, it's an... <laughs> it's an old man. <laughs> it's an old man who wasn't expecting to be lassoed, so let's say you lasso him. Oh. And then hold person... A humanoid that you can see becomes paralyzed uh, oh. if they, if they fail a wisdom saving throw. Fortunately, this is an old man. Oh,
0: he's gonna be wise
2: as fuck. <laughs> he's wise as fuck. <laughs> oh, bummer. What is your spell save DC? It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be eleven. So fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, you have paralyzed this old man with your lasso, cool. and the spell lasts up to a minute. So what do you want to do with this paralyzed old man?
4: <laughs> Sir, I am so sorry, but I can't have you alerting anyone. I'm just going to put you off to the side. If you, do, Does he have like a, like a shack in the place, like someplace out of the way?
2: Yeah, that's where he was headed. Um, he's gonna Juno's gonna go put him there. Close the door. When you go into the shack, you okay. see that it's kind of like uh, clearly where this dude lives. Like okay. he's got a cot and like a hot plate oh. and a kettle and like some personal items. And there's one of those crystal bells.
4: Uh-huh. Juno puts him down and tries to like lift the crystal bell to take it
0: with
2: him. Yeah, you pick it up. It's a crystal bell. It's okay, not, yeah. he's
4: gonna t- he's gonna like pocket it or just as much as he's able to stuff it in a shirt. Okay, and then he, because he need to seem like a like a banker who would carry money around. That was his thinking. So Juno, uh, here is a, a tip for your trouble. So sorry, <laughs> oh, God. leaves oh, fifty my gold. God. <laughs>
2: All right, subtract fifty gold from your gold reserves. And
4: That's then, so
5: much. And what? then goes
4: back out the way he came and goes up the stairs, if possible. Uh, roll stealth. Okay.
5: Fifty gold is like two hundred dollars,
2: right? It's a lot. Nineteen. You can run up the stairs since since the alleged guards that were called are still interviewing witnesses in the other room. Uh, all right. So now we'll go to Marjan. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie is in the concert hall and has been given a playbill for The Guest List by Majumbo Namzarid.:
5: Should I read it out loud? Sure. All right. I'm sitting in the stands, enjoying uh, the overture <laughs> before the play starts. It's a very short play. Uh, oh, it's a ballad. I'm sorry. It's a ballad. So The Guest List, a ballad by Majumbo Namzarid. They came together in the night when shadows danced against the light. The leaf his left, the moon his right, they gathered for the meal. The soldier, he took up his knife. The piper played upon his pipe. The lady introduced her wife, and places were revealed. The mayor, threw in deep, de- though in deep debate, still passed the guardian his plate, and claimed to be watching his weight, yet drank his wanton fill. A dish of fish was passed around. The sailor took one look and frowned, regretting that he stepped aground to eat and drink this swill. Fracas! Then erupted thence as witch did wizard great offense, demanded he swift recompense for the broken glass. The gambler played her game of chance while looking on with face askance. The smith was steps behind the dance and couldn't beat the lass. When all the courses had been served and every ritual observed, it time to get what they deserved and finish this ordeal. They came together in the night when shadows danced against the light. The leaf his left, the moon his right, they gathered for the meal.
0: Did you write that?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow! That's really good. Really good. Very,
0: very good. Yeah, yeah. That was really good, man. So that's the guest list.
5: I'm looking forward to the show. (laughs) It would be weird for me to just leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess
2: that's true. And d is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nassato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D and D is performed by James A. Genese, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Seigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on
0: D&D and D. Go and act as though you're a draft and go knock over that crystal ball. Ooh.
3: Cool. Yeah! <laughs>
5: Okay, a I person. love it when James impresses James. <laughs>
3: I know. <So> <laughs> yeah. I love it too.